0: It is Wednesday, July 24th, and you are listening to Pink is the New Blog by me, Trent Venegas, where I recap and comment on the previous week's entertainment and fun gossipy news. And once again, no theme music, and once again, lame excuses about being busy, but once again, I will pledge my promise to get it done at some point. (laughs) But until then, let's just skip all of that and get right to uh, the week's news. So, last Wednesday uh, on the 17th, uh, we learned that Gossip Girl, the uh, WB... CW whatever TV show is being rebooted with a whole new series. Um, So Gossip Girl, the new Gossip Girl is going to premiere um, when the new WB streaming channel debuts, and it's going to be called HBO Max. So Time Warner owns, you know, Warner Brothers and all of that. So they are going to launch their own streaming channel to compete with Netflix and Hulu and to compete with Disney's upcoming new streaming service. So they're coming up with some uh, new uh, shows to premiere on this network. I believe that Friends, which uh, the Warner Brothers also owns, is going to uh, move to HBO Max when it premieres, whenever it premieres. Uh, Friends is now currently available on Netflix, but it was announced recently that uh, it is going to leave Netflix and go to HBO Max, where the new Gossip Girl reboot will be. Um, so yeah, about the reboot I, I don't know that I'm super excited about a new version of Gossip Girl um, I enjoyed Gossip Girl for the longest time when it was on the first time um, I kind of lost interest over the years And then um, when at the end of the series it was uh, revealed that uh, who Gossip Girl really was Um you know, I was like, eh, I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. But, you know, I felt like it ran its course. So, um, you know, my guess is that this new version of Gossip Girl will probably take place, you know, in the same Upper East Side of New York with the same kinds of characters. I don't expect the characters to be exactly the same um, because it's a reboot. I expect it to be a little different. Um, which means that one of the main characters will end up being Gossip Girl in the end and all of that. So does the world really need another Gossip Girl? Uh, I don't think so, but uh, it's possible that this reboot could be a hit. So uh, whether we like it or not, uh, a new version of Gossip Girl is on the way. Um, Last Wednesday, we got our first look at the forthcoming Cats movie, uh, it is the uh, big screen adaptation of the Broadway musical Cats, um, and this movie will feature Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, Jason Derulo, Dame Judi Dench, Rebel Wilson, um, and the first uh, our first look at at Cats the movie was a behind the scenes video that uh, was released that. You know, featured some of these actors, Taylor Swift, Jennifer Hudson, talking about starring in cats and talking about like the special effects that will um, make their cat characters come to life. And that first uh, behind the scenes video didn't really show us anything about. Cats. So I think it was met with some fairly decent interest because, you know, oh, like Cats is being adapted and, and hearing them talk about it was, um, at least in, in my opinion, like interesting, like it, it really made, um, me want to see more. And then, um, you know, shortly thereafter, a day or two after the first trailer for Cats came out, and wow, it really had an impact. Um, the actors have, like, CGI cat faces and bodies, uh, more than just makeup and body suits. So, um, yeah, I, I, don't really know how I feel about this movie. Um, I actually like Cats, You know, it's one of the musicals that um, I grew up, you know, loving the music of. And when I finally got to see it, I was totally charmed by it. And I really feel like Cats is one of those musicals that you either love or you hate. And chances are, if you saw it as a young person, you probably tend to like it more. So I like Cats. I like the music. I like the show. I've seen it a couple of times on on the stage. This movie, though, I don't know, like, the more I see what the cat characters look like, the scarier they are. So uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, you should go check it out. If you're a Cats fan, I'm very curious to hear what you think. Um, If you're not a Cats fan, I'm going to guess that this trailer is not going to make you a Cats fan, and this movie might not be for you, Um, but, you know, it's got some heavy hitters. Uh, Jennifer Hudson sings the 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 show stopping memory song memory in in the sh- in the movie. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be lots to talk about when the movie finally comes out. Um, but in the meantime, go check out the trailer, you Cats fans. See what you think. Um, if you're not a Cats fan, I would have I would uh, suggest staying away from the trailer because, like I said, if you're not a Cats fan already, I don't think that this um, trailer will win you over. So, so there you go. Um, last Thursday, we got to see, uh, the newest and final trailer for It Chapter Two. So It, the horror film, um, the second part of it is coming out this, uh, September, I want to say. It's coming up soon. And, uh, this latest trailer, the last trailer is really, really, really damn scary um you know the the trailers up until now have been teasing the movie and teasing the the scares to come and this trailer gives us a lot to be freaked out about um i loved the original or the first uh part of this uh, movie version of it and i'm very very much looking forward to uh part two so the trailer's out um if you're a horror movie fan if you're an it fan uh, check it out. I think you're going to be very um, happy with with what 's to come uh, on Thursday. We also got to hear the first details about the new uh, Picard Star Trek series that is coming um, to cBS streaming channel and uh, so Thursday we heard the first uh, inklings of what of you know what it 's going to be about and and because the the, um, the details about the series had have been pretty much under wraps, and then as as the weekend unfolded at comic Con, the first trailer for Picard came out, and um, yeah, Picard looks like it 's going to be really damn cool so um, the this, the show as as it looks like it will turn out to be based on the trailer that was released will feature um, an older Jean-Luc Picard in retirement, and he uh, is forced back into space to help um, what looks like a girl in trouble. And along the way, we learn that not only... Uh, do the characters, Seven of Nine from Star Trek Voyager, but also Data from Star Trek The Next Generation, they will appear in the Picard series. And then even after that, it was announced that um, Counselor Troy and uh, Commander Riker, both characters from Star Trek The Next Generation, will also appear in the Picard series. So. It really sounds like this new um, Star Trek Picard series is going to satisfy a lot of longtime Star Trek fans. So um, I'm sold. Uh, when I watched the trailer for the first time and I saw Seven of Nine, I literally screamed. I mean, I wasn't surprised that Data is going to be in it. And uh, it's cool that Data's in it, but I'm most excited about Seven of Nine. So, as more information comes out about Picard, and as we get closer to the release of the series, and obviously once the series comes out, there'll be a lot to talk about, but um, yeah, in terms of being like a Star Trek fan and a Next Generation fan, um, this is really, really great news. Everything that I have seen so far looks really exciting, and I can't wait to see more. So, yeah, Jean-Luc Picard, uh, Seven of Nine, Data, Troy, Riker, they're all coming back, And that is really, really good news. If you haven't seen the trailer, go check it out. It's fantastic. Um, We learned last Thursday that Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV series, will end after the upcoming seventh season. So, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the... or is the Marvel Cinematic Universe... uh, uh, it It is the... It takes elements that we have seen in the marvel cinematic universe movies and it brings them to tv which is different from the netflix marvel shows that are kind of like their own encapsulated marvel world like agents of shield features characters and storylines that come from the movies so um that's been the connection between the film and, and TV. And then we've lear- we have we, uh, learned last Thursday that uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will end after the upcoming seventh season. Now, I watched uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for the first few seasons and really enjoyed it. But for whatever reason, uh, my interest fell away and I stopped watching. So I haven't watched like the last few seasons. So I'm not exactly sure where things are uh, on the show. Uh, but, um, you know, I understand that this is, like, kind of surprising news that the series is ending, um, but, uh, considering all of the, uh, the plans that Marvel has for the future with their forthcoming movies, Phase 4 movies, um, maybe they have something else in, in, uh, in mind for, for TV. So just like, um... The, the, the Marvel Phase 4 movies ended with Avengers, maybe the idea was for S.H.I.E.L.D. to end kind of that way. Um, so we'll see. So yeah, if you're a S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, um, or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, you have one more season of, of, of show to come before it goes away. Uh, last Thursday it was announced that Edward Furlong is returning to play John Connor in the forthcoming Terminator sequel, Dark Fate. So, as you may recall, I mentioned in a previous podcast that the new Terminator movie will be a sequel that will pick up where Terminator 2 left off, so it will kind of negate and uh, ignore Terminator 3, 4, 5, all those other Terminator sequels, and it will pick up all these years later after Terminator 2. So Arnold Schwarzenegger's back, and Linda Hamilton's back, both as the Terminator and as Sarah Connor. And we learned last Thursday that Edward Furlong, who played John Connor in Terminator 2, is coming back to play John Connor again, which I think is great news. Like, I haven't really known what's been up with uh, Edward Furlong in the past decade or so. So it's good to see that uh, he's still out there and that he's willing to come back and play John Connor. So all of this stuff makes me really excited for the new Terminator movie. Um, You know, I'm not always uh, super excited about reboots and all of that, but I do like when there are sequels um, or quote unquote reboots that feature the original stars in the roles that, that they originated. So this is great news, I'm excited to have uh, Edward back with uh, Arnold and Linda. So that's great news. Um, Last Thursday, it was announced that uh, the new reboot, uh, BH90210, which is the new version of Beverly Hills 90210, is going to be met with the release of a pop-up restaurant here in Los Angeles that will look like the Peach Pit. So uh those of you may know if you uh live in LA or you may have heard that in recent years year or 2 um there was a a restaurant that was that looks like the saved by the max that looks like the max from saved by the bell and it was fairly popular people would go to the max and it would they would you know be like they were in like saved by the bell and they had like all the food, the diner looked exactly like it did on the show, and they had, like, lockers and Bayside High and all this other kind of stuff. Like, really, really fun. So, they're doing that for BH 90210, and uh, the restaurant is going to look like the Peach Pit. Uh, The pop-up will be on Melrose Avenue at the old, uh, or the original Johnny Rockets restaurant, which has been dormant for a long time. So, that building is going to be uh, refurbished and made to look like the Peach Pit to uh, coincide with the premiere of BH 90210. And I kind of didn't want to talk about this because I hate jinxing anything, but I did get confirmation that I uh, am going to attend this pop-up. The reservations for for the pop-up went really quickly because it's free to the public and I missed out, but I managed to um, be contacted by the wonderful people at Pop Sugar and Pop Sugar has teamed up with Fox to throw this this uh, peach pit pop up, and um, they graciously graciously made room for me to attend so um, I think it 's next week August first is when um, I get to visit the peach pit so Yeah, I'll have more to talk about once it happens. So, uh, yeah, so I'm very excited about that. Um, And then lastly, uh, last Thursday, we got to see the trailer for Top Gun 2. So last weekend was uh, San Diego Comic-Con. And Thursday, the party got, you know, usually the big things happen on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But the party got started early on Thursday when Tom Cruise surprised the world by showing up at San Diego Comic-Con to unveil the first trailer for Top Gun 2. And eh, I can't say that I was super impressed. Um, You know, his character Maverick is still a captain after all these years, which is kind of weird and sad and you know all the scenes look like they're really going for this nostalgia they want you to, to feel like you're watching Top Gun again um, so you know I, I can't say that I'm impressed by what I've seen but you know I love Top Gun and I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt so this is a movie I'm probably going to see irregardless but uh, so far what I've seen from the trailer eh, I haven't really been that impressed but Whatever The trailer's out there. Go check it out. See what you think. Top Gun 2 is coming, I think, next summer. So stay tuned. Um, last Friday, it was announced that there will be two forthcoming sequels to the Halloween movie franchise. So last year, Halloween uh, was rebooted with a sequel series that, uh, just like the... Um, Terminator movie. Uh, The last sequel took place, however, 30, 40 years after the original Halloween movie, negating all of the sequels in between. And uh, it ended in what I thought was a somewhat satisfactory way, but it turns out that there will be two more Halloween movies to come. The next one to come out in 2020, I believe, is called Halloween Kills. And then the uh, the following movie to come out in 2021 will be titled Halloween Ends. So yeah, more Michael Myers, more Halloween to come. I believe Jamie Lee Curtis has signed on for the, f- the next two movies too. So, eh, you know, I mean, I kind of feel like they're kind of overdoing it, but you know, I love Halloween. I love Michael Myers. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. So, you know, the, uh, we'll see. Will this, will these movies be great? Maybe. Uh, it's weird knowing that there are two movies coming. So we know that in the next movie, Michael Myers is not going to die. He's going to come back for the third movie. So yeah, I don't know. That's weird, but we'll have to wait and see, um, how, um, how it all turns out. Um, there is going to be a walking dead movie. And the first teaser trailer for that came out last Friday. And we also learned last Friday that uh, the the Michonne character is leaving the Walking Dead TV series. So, Walking Dead news. uh, New movie to come. Andrew Lincoln is going to star in it. So, uh, that that, uh, actor is going to be in the movie. And from what I understand, the movie takes place shortly after the zombie apocalypse started or right around that time. So it's kind of like a prequel to the Walking Dead TV series. Um, so that's coming. And when the series returns, uh, Michonne will be uh, featured in her final episodes before she leaves the series. So there you go. Um, we also learned last Friday that the new season of Veronica Mars uh came out all at the same time. So the new season of Veronica Mars has already been released on Hulu, all episodes. So if you're a fan, you probably already know this, and you probably already binged it and watched it. If not, if you've been waiting to hear when Veronica Mars will come out, well, it came out last Friday, and all the, se- all the episodes are out for your binge-watching purposes. So there you go, Veronica Mars fans. Go watch the show, Uh, last Friday, we got our first look at Tom Hanks as, uh, Mr. Rogers. He stars in a forthcoming biopic, uh, playing, uh, Fred Rogers. And, um, and then a few days later, the trailer for, uh, the Mr. Rogers movie came out, and it looks great. Like, there's nothing that Tom Hanks can't do. He looks like Mr. Rogers, he sounds like Mr. Rogers, and the trailer is enough to make you cry. It made me tear up. I know that my friend Sarah cried, and everyone who watched it posted on social media that the trailer made them cry. So this movie's gonna be making people cry. So, uh, yeah, go check it out if, if this is something that sounds of interest to you. Um... Yeah, I love Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I loved the documentary um, that I saw on his life last year. I think it came out last year. So this movie looks fantastic, and I can't wait to see um, Tom Hanks in it, because I'm sure he's going to win another Academy Award. At least he will get nominated. Watch. Um, okay. What, what, what? Oh, oh, oh! Uh, we learned last Friday that Shannon Doherty will appear in a forthcoming episode of Riverdale in order to honor uh, Luke Perry. So those of you who watch Riverdale or are Luke Perry fans may know that uh, Luke played um, Archie's father on Riverdale. And when he passed away suddenly, they kind of like, uh, they paid quick tribute to him because they couldn't not. But I understand they're going to uh, honor his memory again, and they have asked Shannon Doherty to appear on the show for that honor, for that memorial, or however they're going to do it, and she's agreed. So, um, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Uh, it's very obvious that Luke Perry's sudden death really shook all, shook up all of his nine hundred two and oh. Uh, co-stars and friends not you know in addition to all his fans worldwide and shannon was very close to luke so it's it's cool that a they the people at riverdale asked her to honor him on the show and b that she agreed to do it so that's really 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 cool and a personal note last friday was my friend casey's birthday and he hosted in the 80s birthday party, which he called Mad World, where he asked everyone to dress up in their best 80s finery. And I showed up kind of like a punk, I guess. And uh, he was all decked out as like a new wave goth kid. And uh, his party was full of other punks and uh, Madonna-looking people and jazzercise-looking people and preppy-looking people. And uh, it was a really, really fun party. He performed, he sang one of his songs, and he also uh, performed a cover of Mad World by Tears for Fears. So um, yeah, so that was really fun. And uh, I wished him a happy birthday on social media, and I wished him happy birthday at his party. And because I'm talking about his, his party now, I want to wish him a, another happy birthday. So, happy birthday, Casey. Uh, thanks for being born. Thanks for throwing a really great party and for having me. I had a really great time. So, yeah, that's what I did last Friday. Uh, last Saturday, uh, a whole bunch of news came out of Comic-Con, um, as I mentioned, you know, just a little bit ago, um, that's when the trailer for the new Picard series came out. And we first learned that Seven of Nine and Data are going to appear in Picard. So that was a big news for Saturday. Um, we also learned, finally, that Avengers Endgame dethroned Avatar as the highest grossing film at the box office. Finally! So now Avatar is no longer the ruler of the all-time highest box office. Uh, That honor now belongs to Avengers Endgame, so congratulations to Marvel for that. Um, It was announced at Comic-Con that the next Thor movie will introduce Natalie Portman's character Jane Foster as the new female Thor, which is really, really cool. So those of you um, comic book fans who have who read the comics know that um, Thor handed over after a series of events um, Mjolnir and the mantle of Thor to uh, a woman. And it was a secret for a while or it was unknown for a while who the female Thor was. And then it turned out that it was Jane Foster. And now uh, because Natalie Portman portrayed and portrays Jane Foster in the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, she has been tapped to play Thor, so she is going to uh, be introduced as the new Thor, and uh, that will that will come in the forthcoming Thor movie. In addition, Valkyrie, the new king of uh, of Asgard, um, will. Formally become Marvel's first openly out gay superhero character. And in the Thor movie, where Natalie Portman's Jane Foster becomes the new Thor, Valkyrie will uh, take a bride um, because the King of Asgard needs a queen. And um, Thor will introduce, the next Thor movie will introduce uh, Marvel's first openly gay lead character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So lots of, lots of good news there. Um, Marvel also unveiled its Phase 4 lineup with a whole bunch of new movies, The Eternals, which will star Angelina Jolie. Um, there's going to be a new Blade Uh, There's going to be a new Doctor Strange movie, and the Doctor Strange movie, um, which is titled Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, will co-star Scarlet Witch, and it is being described as Marvel's first quote-unquote horror film. So that's interesting. So it sounds like, you know, Avengers ended the last phase of Marvel movies, and a whole new phase is coming. And it sounds like they're really doing a lot. They want to do a lot of really interesting and new things. So, gay character, female Thor, and a horror movie. All of this sounds really, really great. A new Blade with a new actor playing Blade. All of this sounds really, really great. And um, as, as uh, information comes out for each of these new um, Marvel films there'll be much to talk about as, as the news comes. So great, great news. Um, there's lots to read online if you want to learn more, but, um, I'm just super excited about where things are going because it sounds like Marvel is really interested in doing, in, in, in going in new directions with the new phase of movies. And, um, it sounds very exciting to me. So I can't wait to see how all of these movies turn out. Um, on Sunday, The Big Little Lies season finale aired, season two finale aired, and it was really, really great. Now, there are, you know, some people have some problems with the way that season two turned out, and I can see what they're talking about. It was a little disjointed, not as solid as the first season. But overall, I enjoyed the story. I loved the acting performances, and I was very satisfied with the way uh, the second season wrapped up. You know, it kind of looks like the show series might be over, but then again, you never know for sure. So, um, I don't know a hundred percent if Big Little Lie season three is on the way, but I would love to see more. And, um, uh, if there's another season, I welcome it. Um, if there's not another season, I'll be satisfied, but, uh, the uh The finale was really, really satisfying, and I really, really enjoyed it so yay, big little lies um, good show, it's just a good, good show, loved it um what else? what else? what else? Oh, um I, on a personal note, made my way to Akbar for the monthly daygoth uh, party, where uh in the middle of the day, from four to nine. They host DJs who spin goth records, and all the goths come out in the daytime, which is very uncommon for goths, Uh, but it's a really fun party, and I invited Casey, and he brought his friend Ken. Uh, And we hung out, which is really, really great. I loved sharing it with them. They had never been before. And then it turns out that my friends Sean and Travis were also there. So it was a really, really fun afternoon of goth music at the gay bar. So that was a really, really good uh, Sunday for me. And one last personal thing I want to talk about. Last week, I was kind of on a big Madonna kick. Sirius XM has a a Madame X radio station devoted to all of the music of Madonna. And it kind of is like my iPod on random. It's like music from her first record to her latest record, live performances, remixes, um, you know, hit singles, album tracks. Like, it's really, really great. And it really got me into this Madonna mood. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I listened to a different Madonna record every single day. And it kind of set my mood and soundtrack for the individual days. So that was uh, something that I uh, played around with on social media. So if you follow me on social media, you saw that I had like a Madonna record of the day. And it was really, really fun. And something about, like, the feeling of, of diving back into Madonna's catalog um, inspired in me to want to do that with another artist. And then something at Dagoth kind of, like, um, in, uh, sparked the idea for me to dive back into the catalog of Marilyn Manson. So this week, I will be listening to a different Marilyn Manson release um, in order. I'm listening to them in order um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, um, it's been a fun exercise, like, listening to a record per day, going back into the catalog of an artist that I love, but I haven't really listened to, uh, in a long time, like, listened to the whole records the whole way through in a long time. So, it was a fun little exercise, and I'm glad that I did it, and, uh, I plan to continue. So, we'll see how long that, um, little, exercise sticks with me. On Monday, uh, that's when we got the release of the Mr. Rogers movie trailer, which I mentioned I love. Um, and a rumor started going around that Linda Carter and Tom Welling, among others, will be appearing as their superhero selves in the forthcoming Crisis on Infinite Earth, um, special, uh, episodes coming on The CW. So, as you may know, on The CW, there is a Supergirl TV series and a Flash TV series and a Green Arrows TV series and a Legends of Tomorrow TV series. And every year, each of these, all of these shows have crossover episodes where the superheroes, like, guest star on, on each other's episodes. Uh, each other's series, and for the week, they all add up to this one overarching story. Um, it, last year, the multiverse was introduced to, um, the, you know, the, the DC TV universe, which made it possible that multiple Supermans and multiple, um, other superheroes could appear, you know, multiple flashes could appear in each other's shows. And it sounds like they are really pushing that uh, idea forward by bringing back Tom Welling as a version of Superman from One Earth and fucking Linda Carter... As Wonder Woman, like she was the original Wonder Woman on in the '70s, and uh, in in Supergirl, she plays the president who was secretly an alien, but that's a whole other story. Um, but it sounds like if this rumor is true, that Linda Carter will play Wonder Woman again from an alternate Earth, who will appear in some way on you know in the on the Earth where um, Supergirl is, or Flash is, or Arrow is, or I forget if it's Earth 2, or Earth 1, or whatever. So all of this sounds confusing if you're not a comic book fan, but if you are, I'm sure it sounds very exciting because I can't wait. So man, if, if just to see Linda Carter dressed uh, or playing the role of Wonder Woman again is enough to make me fucking want to die man it's just such great news um it's a rumor at this point nothing has been confirmed it's been reported by a few sites but like no real sources so i i'm i'm hesitant to like let my heart really want to believe it but i really 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 want to believe it so um yeah maybe talking about it will will make it come to life. So, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman, please, please, please let it happen. Um, so, yeah, a bunch of, of fun things, uh, are coming to the CW. So, let's wait and see how it all plays out. Um, in, in Pokemon Go news, like, the only, uh, video game I play at all, and that I play on my phone, and if you follow me on social media, you know I've been playing it for three years, um, Team Rocket was introduced into Pokemon Go, where, you know, you run into Team Rocket and you battle them and they leave behind a shadow Pokemon that you can catch. It's just a fun little uh, update to the, to the game. If you play the game, this is something that might, you know, keep you interested. If you, if you stop playing the game, this might bring you back. Um, Team Rocket, as you may know, are the villains in the Pokemon world. So it's always fun when the villains, you know, can, ha- can have like a prominent role in a game like this. So I'm super excited for this, this, advan- this update to the game. And uh, I, I have been having fun with it so far. So just wanted to shout that out. Pokemon Go, I still love you. I still play you. Team Rocket, you know I love you. So Team Rocket in Pokemon Go great, 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 great news. On Monday night, the uh, Hollywood premiere of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the new Quentin Tarantino uh, film had its premiere. And uh, our dear Britney Spears showed up with her boyfriend, Sam. So they showed up to the premiere. Britney doesn't really do the stuff anymore. So it kind of like caught everyone's attention that, that Britney decided to come to the premiere and she showed up with Sam and the pictures came out and she looked fantastic. Um, So yeah, Britney appears to be doing well. She's not really doing anything. You know, we don't really know that she's planning to come back to the performance stage and we don't really know that she's planning to do new music. She's just living her life she's just having a good time and she's just going to movie premieres when she wants to and that's what she did on monday so it was great to see britney back on the red carpet on the arm of her hot boyfriend so uh yeah the pictures are out there they're really great i want to give a shout out to um my friend john who sent me the pictures like he texted them to me immediately because he knows that i'm a huge britney fan he's a big britney fan too and um I really wasn't paying attention to the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood premiere because I just wasn't. So uh, thank you, John, for giving me the heads up. That really uh, made my night. So yeah, Britney, back on the red carpet. Good, 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 good news. Um, She did post uh, some pictures on her on her Instagram, and she captioned the pics, quote, our first premiere, meaning her and Sam's first premiere together. So things appear to be going well for her and her man, so great, great news. It was re- just It's just really, really great to see her looking well and doing fun things, so great Britney news this week. Um, Madonna's co-writer and co-producer, Patrick Leonard, the man who helped her write her Like a Prayer album, um, leaked the demos of three Madonna songs from her from the Like a Prayer sessions. So, a little backstory. Um, one of Madonna's former employees or friends or something um, managed to... I, I'm not exactly sure how, but she came into possession of some of Madonna's things. And Madonna sued her to stop from selling them, but she ended up losing that lawsuit, I believe. So now this woman is now legally able to sell these things that she procured from Madonna, however she procured them. And one of the things is a demo tape that features uh, the demo uh, versions of Like a Prayer, the demo versions of Cherish, and the demo of a song called Angels with 30 Faces, which had never been heard before. So ahead of the, the sale of that tape, Patrick Leonard decided to leak the audio, um, so that fans could hear these demos, and I believe to cheapen the value of the, the demo tape that is going on the auction block, so good for him, for sticking up for, for, for Madonna, and for having her back, and for having the backs of the fans, um, the Angels of Dirty Faces demo and the Like a Prayer demo and the Cherish demos are really, really fantastic. They really give you um, this this different take on Madonna and uh, her her recording process, and it gives you a behind the scenes taste of what it was like when she was recording her Like a Prayer record. So um, the demos are out there. I believe if you go to Patrick Leonard's official YouTube page, you can hear all three of the demos in full. Um, and they're great. So if you're a Madonna fan, go check them out. Um, love. Uh, yeah. On Tuesday, the trailer for the Harriet Tubman movie came out, and man, it is fantastic. I believe it's just called Harriet, the film. It's coming out later this year, and I got chills watching it. Like, it just looks like one of those fucking amazing movies that's gonna do really, really well, um, an award season, but more than that, it will tell a very important um, story about the life of Harriet Tubman. And, um, you know, those of you, if, if you may not know, that Harriet Tubman was an abolitionist who risked her life to help free slaves from the South to usher them to the North where they could be free. She's one of the heroes of the Underground Railroad. And, um, I just don't think that she's really been given her due in, in pop culture terms. So this movie should do a lot to educate a lot of people and to, um, really honor her amazing, amazing life. So yeah, the trailer's great. You should go check it out. I loved it. Um, MTV announced the nominations for the, uh, 2019 Video Music Awards, and I don't really know that anyone cares about the VMAs anymore, I'm sorry to say, Um, but uh, Ariana Grande received 10 nominations, Taylor Swift received 10 nominations, Billie Eilish received 9 nominations, and Lil Nas X received 8 nominations, and they um, collectively got the most nominations of, of everyone. Other people who got nominated include Travis Scott, Cardi B, Solange, Rosalia, Drake, FKA Twigs, Lizzo, uh, BTS, Anderson Pack, and, uh, Lady Gaga. So, MTV has announced the nominations for the VMAs, and, um yeah, I, I I hate to say it, I really hate to say it, because I love the VMAs so much, and the VMAs have, hold such a special place in my heart, and I know I've talked about this, you know, over the years, because I've been covering the VMAs ever since I started blogging, like, a million years ago, and I've been, I've been fortunate enough to attend VMAs, um, I was at the VMAs when Brittany performed, you know, Gimme More, and it was... You know, that quote unquote tragic performance that she did. I was also at the VMAs when um, Kanye West rudely interrupted Taylor Swift when she won her award. Um, and every single time I've been to a VMAs, the MTV has taken such good care of me. They take such good care of their guests. And when you are at the VMAs in person, it is like a rock concert and it isn't like an experience. You will, you just can't understand unless you're there. Um, you watch it on TV in recent years and it's kind of like, eh, but when you're there in person, it's fantastic. But, um, that, you know, the the truth remains, when you watch it on TV, it's just not good anymore. Back in the day, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, the VMAs were everything. It was such appointment television. Everybody watched the VMAs. You know, really great performances happened, um, all through the 90s. You know, Madonna has given amazing performances, as has Prince, Britney Spears, like, her most iconic performances have been the VMAs, so it really, really pains me to talk about how unimportant and how boring the VMAs have been, but honestly, for the past five years, the show has just been, who cares? So, I don't really see that changing, you know, MTV's whole focus isn't even about music anymore, so, it's kind of, it seems kind of silly for their focus to be like, yeah, we give video music awards because they don't really show video mu- uh, music videos anymore. So, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna stop ranting about that. But, um, the point is that MTV released the, uh, the nominations for the VMAs this year. So some of your favorites I'm sure are nominated. Uh, you might want to tune in and watch if you want to see them win. And, um, there you go. More VMAs coming your way. Um, on Tuesday, there was a rumor going around that Jamie Lynn Spears is in talks with Nickelodeon to reboot um, her show, Zoe 101. So um, when Britney was ruling the world, um, when she was literally everything, not that she's not now, but when she was literally everything in the early 2000s, her little sister, Jamie Lynn Spears... Um, starred in her own Nickelodeon show called Zoe 101, which was super, super cute. Although the best thing about that show is the theme song that Jamie Lynn sings. But I digress. Um, But when um, Jamie got pregnant, um, she left the show and Zoe 101 went away. Well, now all these years later, uh, there's a rumor going around that Nickelodeon wants to reboot Zoe 101 and Jamie Lynn is in negotiations to do it. Allegedly. So, um, yeah, I, look, I wasn't a huge Zoe 101 fan, um, but I loved supporting Jamie Lynn because she was James, uh, Britney's sister. And um, I kind of think this is kind of cool. You know, we'll see if uh, Zoe all grown up really will, will service the Zoe 101 storyline, but. You know, and who knows? This rumor might might not even be anything. It might be complete, you know, baloney. So, um, there you have it. If 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 Zoe one hundred one is is really is rebooted and Jamie Lynn stars in it, then you'll know that the rumors were true. Um, uh, Taylor Swift released a new song called "The Archer," and it's really really fantastic. Um, The song is so good that even her haters and detractors are talking about how good it is. It's a very unconventional pop song. It's a slow song. It's got amazing synths. Um, It doesn't really sound like anything she's ever done before, which I think is what's really grabbing people. So, um, yeah, Taylor Swift has a new song out, The Archer. If you're a fan, go check it out. If you're not a fan, go check it out anyway, because like I said, even her haters are liking it. So maybe this will be the song that will... Real you in to become a Taylor fan? Who knows. Um, and finally on Tuesday, I finally got to the movie theater to see the new Lion King, the new quote unquote live action Lion King film. And uh, my friend Casey thankfully decided to come with me. Um, and uh, I really, really liked it. I really, really liked it. Um, the honest truth is this Lion King is practically a shot by shot recreation of the original animated film. So you're not really going to get any big surprises. Like it's not like different. They don't change anything. Um, but for me, that's kind of what works this time. The digital animation is so cool. Simba as a little cub looks so cute and everything's so realistic. Um, the, the voice performances by the new actors are all great. James Earl Jones is back as Mufasa. Um, you know, and even though I said there aren't any real big surprises, there are some surprises, and there are some little changes, and there are some little additions that really, really are really, really fun. Um, the audience laughed and clapped and applauded, which it was a really good indicator that they were having a good time, and I loved it. So... If you get a chance to see The Lion King in theaters, please do so. Because I know, had I not seen The Lion King today, I probably would not have seen it in theater. I still would have seen it on TV, on HBO, or Netflix, or whatever. But I just know, on a small screen, it it would not have the same impact. So I'm so, so glad that I saw The Lion King on the big screen, because it really made the whole experience really, really much better for me. Um, Casey enjoyed it as well. We had a really, really good time. So if you get a chance to see The Lion King in the big screen, please do so. Because if you wait and see it on a smaller screen, you probably won't be as impressed. Um, but yeah, so that's all I have to say about that. And that's all I have to say about what, what, uh, there's to talk about this week. Um, it was a nice, fun, busy week and a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, and I'm glad that you were here to listen to me talk about it. Um, I, you know, that's all I have to say. (laughs) That's really all I have for this week. Um, I have really enjoyed, um, taking in all this information and synthesizing it and sharing it with all of you. And I can't wait to do it all over again next week. Thank you for continuing to listen. And, um, Let's do it all again next week with a whole new week of entertainment and fun pop culture news. So until then, I will leave you with I love you and bye.